Hello. Hello. Okay, we're connected, huh? Yeah. Welcome to a little bit of synergy. Thank you. I'm your host tonight, Tony. Hello, Tony. And my guest tonight is my mother, Kay Thomas. <laughs> One and the same. Yeah. <laughs> so we just decided to make this a part two episode. Okay. Okay. So, how are you, Mom? I'm really good. Just relaxing on a Saturday night. How are you doing? I'm the same. Relaxing. Just got off the phone with my firstborn. So. How's he doing? He's doing. He's doing really good. Good. So. I'm doing really good. And that how it goes? Yes. (laughs) they're okay we're okay absolutely (laughs) um so i came up with a a few topics um Mm -hmm. to kind of bounce back and forth um with the freedoms um and liberties um um, what direction we think that's going in. Ooh. But to start off, I just want to, I'm going to ask, uh, what, what is your bliss? Um, retirement. Okay. Tell me about it. My, uh, well, retirement means you don't have to hit the shower at six every morning and start running through your day. Um, and you don't answer to anyone but yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do what I want to do, if I want to do it, when I want to do it. That's always nice. Yeah. Um, I like it when the springtime rolls around and I like to, to work out in the yard and sit on the porch and watch the hummingbirds and the... Um, butterflies and look at my flowers and I just love outdoors so that's I retired in um, the beginning of spring uh, six almost six years ago and so that's kind of like my time to come alive and I'm looking forward to what is it February I'm looking forward to about two months from now and that's my most favorite part of the retirement Mm. One day does seem to roll into the other, um, and if you're not busy, you can. I can feel kind of um, uh, stagnant. Yeah. But and it's nice. I can be here with your dad. Um, been married what fifty one years now, fifty one years, and so we didn't get to spend as much time when we were younger. Too busy running around everywhere and raising kids and. So now it's nice to get to know each other again and our mature selves. So that's part of retirement. Those are all the good parts of retirement. That's all. It's a little challenging because as you are the age that you are when you retire, um, your body is, um, you don't get all those freebies like you do when you're young. Your body has to be maintained and just to, to keep from losing ground wellness is what I call it 
and some of us are more well than others. So, well, you've taken uh, care of yourself. Pretty much, I'm in good shape. Um, I credit a lot of it to um, not getting on medications and learning about natural health, mm-hmm. and um, really, pretty much just coping with problems. When I had problems, it might not have been pretty, but some way I I, uh, I fought for my happiness. Yeah, which is what I think retirement is a spirit. Um, if you have a peaceful, happy spirit and you're not tormented by problems and trying to uh, pay the bills and worrying about your children, um, it can be a wonderful time. So that is part of taking care of yourself is uh, just having a, a peaceful spirit. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a long time to get here. Yeah. Well, how how long have you? How long would you say you've been living in the moment? Uh, let's see, two years. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> truly in the moment. Yeah, truly in the moment. But you know, off and on, I found the moment uh, in between crises of life. Um, I would always, as soon as the the problems were over, and I felt like my head was above water. I would always jump back back into the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I knew what it was like. I knew where to find it. But um, as a mother, you tend to uh, think you've got to control everything and fix everything or you're not happy, which is, that's not necessarily healthy, but that's just the way I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> Amanda always was like, minimize the bitching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which which fire gets put out first is the, the one that's the loudest. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, um, kid, when, the, when your kids are little, uh, it's just, just a matter of, like what you said, put out the fires and, and move on and don't really panic over anything. It's just yeah. as you get older and the kids get older, sometimes it's harder. And um, But then you live through it and you look back and you think, what was all that about? Why did I worry so much? God had everything in control. Yeah. As long as I trust him. You know, I, I was reading the other day about, um, I've read this book, um, Ten, let's see, Corey Ten Boom is the name of the lady. She was um, a survivor of the Holocaust. Okay. And uh, she went on to live well into old age, but she went through unbelievably hard times. And but she lived through it and got out. Accidentally got out of the um, prison camps mm. by mistake. They accidentally let her out. So she lived, and she. I was reading about her the other day, and she was just talking about um, how we have to surrender to God yeah first you got I I was thinking what I don't understand I've got all this um energy to do things to do the right things and to make a difference but then I don't know when I'm listening to God to tell me when to do it and what he wants me to do and she was talking about first you have to surrender and allow him that you have to wait and allow him to let you know what to do 
So I, uh, that's my challenge right now as I'm trying to, there's, a, I've got so much passion for so many things now that I have time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I'm just trying to say now, just wait a minute, just, uh, wait until it's time. And then, cause there's, you know, when you get this age, you've lived so much, you've learned so much, you have much, so much time left. Uh-huh. Um, and I do have my health and I, I want to make a difference or just make my time here uh, useful yeah. and uh, nice, but you know, waiting on surrendering for a person who is a somewhat of a control freak that's a real challenge. Mm-hmm. You know that, Tony. You know that about me, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to pipe in, I've, I've spared my soul here. <laughs> no, I imagine you know, we all have uh different degrees of, of, um, of, of, you know, what, what we're willing to accept that we can and can't control. Um, mm-hmm. it's like the serenity prayer, you know, real simple, but mm-hmm. real powerful. It says a lot, you know, grant me the serenity. I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Boom. Um, mm-hmm. Never been. To, uh, I've been to a few AA meetings, but that's. I've found that prayer more useful, and you know, in life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that's something we all have to learn. You know. Yeah. I, I, I learned it when um, I had to release Amanda and the kids out into the world on the on the roads mm-hmm. and and I would be like, Oh, I can't drive. You know, I can't be driving them all the time. You know, I, I have to trust. That they, mm-hmm. that, and they have always been, you know, and I got mm-hmm. tired of looking back going, Oh, it was okay last time. So why is it not going to be okay this time? You know, what's mm-hmm. what's making it okay? What's making it okay? So yeah, the conclusion I came to is it's God. Yeah, right. That's my personal right. conclusion. You know, um, I heard something the other day. This guy talking about, and this is this might be a little deep for our subject, but it makes sense to me. He said, if if everybody would stop being so afraid to die. Mm-hmm then they would not be so scared of everything. Right now, our, our uh, not our government, our uh, nation, mm-hmm. our people are so afraid of everything. And what if this happens? What if that happens? And, you know, the, for instance, this virus, this pandemic that has been here, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's like we're so afraid that that virus might kill us that we are doing the most asinine things to stay alive. So that sometimes I think people who have not seen their, their grandparents, um, that they only had so much time anyway, but they wasted all that time. Maybe that they were alive being afraid to be around them. Mm. You know, these people have have died since then. Look at all the time they missed with their grandchildren and, I, and and you know I do believe um, 
that early, if you catch this early, I do believe we have medicines to combat it. I think they've said now it's 99% curable, right? Yeah. And that's so why good are we news. running around? It is, it is. It's not known very well because if you were to ask, nine out of 10 people have got their face covered up with one, two, three masks. Yeah. And if you were to ask them um, or just talk to them, they would look at themselves and they would think, you know, I've got a greater chance of dying in the car on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you don't think about, you don't think about I'm going to die on the way home if I'm not careful. Mm-hmm. Um, or the flu, you know, you, when you get the flu, you get the flu mist, whatever that's called, I forget. Um, mm-hmm. And you, or either you don't, but then you get through it and then you get back up and you move on. If you die, if the chance of you dying uh, happens, if it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think you and I talked about where we're going to discuss freedom a little bit. And I feel like that that has taken away our freedoms. That's just one aspect. Yeah. And I'm um, so mad because I'm retired and I want all my freedom that I got left. Yeah. My years. Uh, yeah. Like that. And you shouldn't have to. You wouldn't think in America that, that you would have to. <clears throat> no, it, it, and I, I'm I see it more than I see it here, yet so far, is mm-hmm. uh, people. Um, I I get away without probably ninety percent of the time in public. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. <laughs> I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm, I'm trying to pull. Yeah, I'm. It, I'm a. Um. I'm not, I'm not on a quest either way. You know. To what? To I'm not trying to be a. I'm not a social justice warrior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I understand. Wake anybody up because it seems like the world could do that for people right now. It's it's so in your face that um the only way not to wake I suppose. Oh, I got a great I got a great um I guess it's just a sentence. I heard, I also heard from the same guy some good stuff he said mm-hmm. uh, hang on the acquiescence of all of this we've got to stop acquiescing mm-hmm. and and that's what we're doing um, we're acquiescing to just take the mask for example I mean that's that's just totally ridiculous to have a rag over our face for 11 months now, 10 months. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But we're acquiescing. It said we are living. All right. This is going to be kind of heavy here, but I like it. We are living in a world run by sociopaths. And, and uh, wait a minute. Run. Ruled. Excuse me. I'm start over. Ruled by sociopaths and run by idiots. (laughs) And so what are we doing? We're doing what the idiots tell us. 
I just thought yeah. that was that said a lot right there. Why are we why are we acquiescing to sociopaths and idiots? Yeah. Well, I don't think people know where where they're supposed to stand. I mean, I'm sure you know, like you said, there's literally tens of millions of people with a mat on right now and you know, would love to stand up, but they don't know where they're where they're supposed to be fighting. Are we fighting our next door neighbors? Are we, you know, is it the, the people that run the convenience stores or is it, no, it's people in high places. People don't, I don't think people know where to uh, focus their rage. Well, let's see where the rage is coming from. Is the rage coming from the acquiescing because of the fear? Mm, you have to be. So, just take one 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 step here. What would what would I, as one person, do to stop the madness in my life? Recognize that I'm that I'm acquiescing. Mm-hmm. Recognize why I'm doing it, and how to how to um, how to figure out what what's right for me. Yeah. Uh, for me. Is to stop doing something that I think is wrong, that I think is harmful, and stand up for myself and take the blowback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is that? The fact that somebody's going to look at you wrong? Yeah. How hard is that? I, and I, it, <laughs> funny, funny that you. I mean, it's 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 um, it shouldn't be difficult. Because um, most of us like to think we don't care what people think. I like to think that, but I don't think it's true. I don't think it's 100% true. You know? What's that? What's not 100% true? That I don't care what anybody thinks. Oh, well, I don't, I, there's probably very few people, Tony, that, that are that um, 100% don't care. Yeah, I don't think it's right to be that way either. So, Not uh, when you're standing for, on principle, right? Um, yeah. I I think I I decided um, that I was not going to fight with my fellow Americans anymore, mm-hmm. and I walked into the bank, and the guy asked me to put on my thing, uh-huh. my mask, and I said, I said, well, um, do it. You just, I said, you got that big shield in front of your desk. You still need me to put this on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, okay, I'm through fighting with my fellow Americans. So that's what I'm not going to do. That's exactly what people would want us to do, people that would like to see our our people fighting each other. It makes it a lot easier to come in and, and tell everybody what's, what to do. Once we start um, telling on each other and yeah. turning into enemies, doesn't that make it a lot easier for somebody, a bigger power to come in and take over yes, it does. a whole bunch of people because there's – there's what 350 million people in this country, mm-hmm. and a tiny little percentage that's telling all of us what to do. And um, why are we doing that? You know, stand up. Let's 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 stand up and say what what's right. Put those children in school. Those kids aren't getting anybody sick. That's been yeah. proven. Get those children. If that's your child, get your child back in school. Stand up. Go to your school board. 
If those teachers don't want to teach them, find a school that's open. That's what I'm talking about. Not just walking around like sheep. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> See, when you're home yeah. all the time, you can you can figure things out. That's that's good. That <laughs> means you you spend a lot of time in contemplation. Reading, researching, watching, mm-hmm. listening. And I do see that my friends that work that are still young and have children at home, mm-hmm. I talked to one the other day and she said, well, I, only, I do the only things I know to do and that's to vote and to pray. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I understand that because she has a full-time job. She's got two children. And um, those of us that have more time, that have more opportunity to, to get more involved, um, to stand up, uh, I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our country's too too important. Yeah. It is. Um, boy, are we spoiled. Speaking of uh, ratting each other out, um, mm-hmm. this little house across the street from us is mm-hmm. it's a mystery. Um, it's been vacant since before we got here and we don't know anything about it except every couple of months or so, uh, somebody shows up, lets himself inside and does some work and they do it for a, a couple of weeks here and there. And then they're not friendly and they, they don't have a good energy about them. Mm-hmm ratted them out people are always wanting to know who can uh, who they can somebody wants lots of people want to buy this house but uh, somebody in Pennsylvania owns it and they've held on to it anyway now they've got um, code violation and, and uh, somebody's informed on them and, uh-huh. uh, for building without a, a permit uh-huh. they've got to appear next week and they're probably not going to know about this in time, you know. Uh-huh. And it's just just another example. Screw your butt or your your brother. Did you think of them as your brother? Hmm. The people that just show up every few months to do something. Do you feel like that's your brothers? Oh no, no, just my neighbors. I, and and I, like I said, I don't or I didn't say, but I, I feel no kinship towards these people at all. But um, had they, you know, made a little bit more effort to be a little friendlier, you know, maybe people wouldn't have done that to them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or not be so sinister. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's underhanded kind of thing. Somebody had to drop a dime on them, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you've got your family. You've got your, they have, I don't know, their children, their wives, whoever lived there. You don't know what could be going on over there under the guise of little little bit of repair here and there. I could be totally off base, but I'm, I'm looking at all sides. Yeah. Yeah, they could be trafficking people up through here. Absolutely. They, um, one of my friends said it was a grow house. But they had the windows boarded up for years, so I don't think they're growing marijuana or anything in there. Uh-huh. Um, 
it just wouldn't be a good place to do it because there's just a lot of people right here. I'm really surprised that it's gone on this long without anybody just doing a welfare check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anybody in here? Is there just, you know, what's, what is it? You know, who, who's paying the taxes? And that would be an easy um, thing to find out if, yeah. if the, uh, if your city was interested, you've got a nice, very nice city. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> It reminds so me I, of Avondale, but okay. parts of it, parts of mm-hmm. it, and the, and the surrounding areas, Irondale. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So did you did you look at that as as being loyal to your neighbors or to being loyal, or your neighbors being <clears throat> disloyal to them? How did you see that? Well, it it just saddened me at first because I was like, okay, somebody is an asshole. That that was, I just felt like somebody was was couldn't keep to themselves, couldn't keep, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we've heard children screaming there. And yeah, felt like something needs to be reported. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've reported people like that before, a long time ago. But uh-huh. in Leeds, there were some some people that uh, were neglecting their kids very bad, and they had all kinds of animals, and uh, the living conditions were terrible. And and I I reported them. Mm-hmm. Felt bad about it, but you know. Well, you're doing it for their own good. What's that? You're probably doing it for the good of the children. I saw the kids all the time whenever I'd walk the dog, you know, sticking their heads out the window. And um, they just look so disheveled. And the the smell of uh, animal was so strong walking past there. Everything about Mm -hmm. it was unhealthy. And, um, um, They had, they had about four or five dogs on short runs of, of uh, rope tied to mm. trees, individual trees. So yeah. they're just walking around living, eating in their, in their own mess. Uh, mm. that's, that's such a cruel, cruel thing to do to a dog. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But my next question was, well, what wars that your bliss? Is what robs you of that peace? And I think we were there. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just segues right into the the main topic is fear of mm. fear of um, different things. Um, sometimes fear comes from things that I used to be afraid of, mm. and I can bring it back to the present and just have fear mm. of of what I used to be afraid of and it's not rational. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think my brain does that. I think it's, um, can remember things and cause me to be fearful when there's no real reason. But I do feel like, uh, sometimes 
fear can be a motivator. Right. If you just sit, if I sit and fret and wring my hands in fear, that's not productive. No. But if it if it motivates me to make changes that my body's saying this isn't right, um, what is that danger? What's his name? <laughs> danger. Uh, you don't remember when you were a kid? Rodney Dangerfield. No, it's danger or something. Dang- danger Mouse. No, maybe it was when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad would know. I don't Your dad know. would know. But okay. it, but it alerts me to. Um, maybe make a change and um or may or either make an action take an action of some kind mm-hmm. uh but fear is no way to live that's that's not that takes my bliss that takes that robs me of of uh, peacefulness and uh you know i have to look at my circle of influence so once again the things i cannot change the wisdom to know the difference but you know Sometimes I think I can make change I really can't make. Mm. What yeah. robs you of your bliss? Well, it's I I remember an epiphany I had at one point and I knew from, I I just walked away from that knowing that fear was based in lies. That's right. Um there was a long rabbit hole I went down to get to that mm-hmm. point. But all I remember is fear equals lies. So whenever I find myself afraid, the first thing I think is this is BS. Some somewhere, some something. There's some BS at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it may be some BS I concocted. It may be somebody else's, um, or it may just be something that I'm construing in my mind. But um, the fear and the and the nerves um, that I have to deal with. Um, it's you know a lot of times I I'm I'm real sense. Okay, here we go. Little little story. Because um, on the on the episode a few weeks back when when Amy Rosado was on, she shared. Uh, that she had an empathic moment at a very early mm-hmm. age. You remember I, that I story? Do. Okay. I had one similar at uh, St. Joseph's okay. also. Um, lots of, lots of things happening in, in St. Joseph's for a lot of people for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had broken my wrist and uh, I wore cast for six weeks or so. And then after that, I, uh, I had a brace on there and it, and it had some um, metal rods mm-hmm. in it that just went. And um, anyway, I, I had to keep wearing that for a couple more weeks and whatnot. We were uh, playing football on the on the green out, out in the outfield across mm-hmm. the street. And um, this one guy, and I won't name him, but he um, he was a little fella with a lot of frustration and a lot of home troubles and everything. He um, he was he had an indomitable spirit about mm-hmm. him, but he was he just always always getting uh, whooped up on because he couldn't back up 
physically what he was was starting. And um, anyway, he was blocking me, and I down set hike. It was all right. I'm running across the line, and he's trying to block me, and I just lazily push him out of my way, and and he comes back, jumps up, and gets in my face, and he he just smacks me one pow right in the nose, mm-hmm. you know, and and I I knew right then and there that that um it wasn't personal, but he didn't he didn't appreciate you know being underestimated like that. Well, I I didn't waste a second. And, and turn around and, and, and cold caught him as well. And he did two spins and, or he, he just spun down. And the way I remember it is I knocked him out cold. Um, and you know that for, for just a half a second, it was, it was, I'm bad. Yeah. But not long, not long. Um, very shortly after that, I started feeling horrible. And, um, of course, he he spread the rumor that, or to save face, he said that I'd taken the uh, the metal rods out and I I just, or no, I left the metal rods in. But I, t- in fact, I had taken the metal rods out and I just hit him in my fist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just landed a solid punch. It didn't make me feel like a big man at all, and I cried that night. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, that was in fifth grade. I, I just remember I could not shake that, that pain because he had, he had a lot of frustrations. He, you know, he had a lot of – had to deal with – I knew. Everybody knew he had a lot of stuff he had, was having to deal with at home, and nobody cut him any slack, mm-hmm. you know. So – I, I hear his he uh, his life turned out well. He uh, he he always had a good a good head, and he's probably a millionaire you think? now. Um, very well could be. This this guy's very smart and very okay. creative. He 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 was like uh, Elon Musk if we had a young one wow. of those. Innovator. Yeah. But my point was that right there has kept me from getting into situations where I have to um, fight and um, backwards up. And it does what? Because it's kept me out of a lot of fights because I don't, I, I know, I know there's a, it doesn't feel good to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people think it does feel good. Like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Who is not an empath. <laughs> no. No, I don't think anybody would accuse him of that. <laughs> um, first thing I think of when I hear you say that is you're not saying that some bully hit you and you hit the bully back you're saying that some Mm -hmm. weakling hit you and you hit him back and you wish that you had just let it go I do because there was it didn't even damage my pride okay Uh, when he when he 
popped me. It, it was just a quick, you know, in my face. He gave it everything he could, and it didn't do anything. And I wasn't, I wasn't about anything back then. You remember, mm-hmm. I was a scrawny little widget too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to get to the, the emotion that you had, and I think mm-hmm. that you really don't want to be a bully. And you that's not no. even in your makeup to even be a bully. So I have a, if you could say your pet peeve in the whole wide world, I'll tell you what mine is. And then you, if you peeve is, and it's always the All same right. thing. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. Uh, if I'm going to have a conflict with somebody, it's because they're bullies. Okay, like I'm not talking about somebody that's physically pushing me around. I'm talking about uh, psychological bullies, um, uh, somebody Mm. that's um, just enjoying the fact of of pushing other people, me, other people too. I I just don't deal well with that. I generally I'm like you. My first Mm -hmm. my first instinct is to hit back right away and hard. To get that bully yeah. off of me. Now, that mm. could go back to being raised with two older brothers, you know. That could just be something that's, that mm. I learned, my behavior. But back to your situation, I want to ask you, in your lifetime, did you ever, were you able to strike back at a bullet? How'd that yeah. feel? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. that felt great. <laughs> um and I've, I've found, I've found in life that, um, uh, I can talk my way out of more, ish, more, uh, violence. Um, and that feels mm-hmm. pretty good too. Uh, and I'm not talking about weaning it out. Um, I've, I've avoided physical confrontations because I, I don't know. I blew up so much in the process of blowing up. Um, that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. I already shut it down because it, because I I was like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. ready to go there. You know, and I'm keeping my milk money. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that thing. You know, there comes a time mm-hmm. in everybody's life, and. Um, yeah, I get I get what you're saying. I mean, you you were able to kind of put up that wall and say, "Don't go there with me," because you don't know what I might or yeah. might not do. So why don't we not? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I even know that mm-hmm. little kid you're talking about. When you, I, I'm like you. I wouldn't want to say the name. I I couldn't even want to remember it, but he was so tiny and uh yeah. um yeah when we're off the air you can tell me yeah but another thing i've noticed though is when i when my adrenaline mm-hmm. gets roaring and just boiling um i am not collected at all i am um, i get i go into this state uh, where I'm it's it's difficult to describe if if you don't understand it it feels like I'm leaving Mm -hmm. my body 
and and it's it's getting mm-hmm. ahead of me, and I, and I'll and I'll have like flash, mm-hmm. flash, flash. Well, I mean, you I don't know, know if I in, if you oh. inherited that from me, if I taught it to you, but yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> I'll react so fast and so furious, and then when it's all over with, I don't remember what I said. Uh huh. But uh, but when it happens, it's uh-huh. it's an instinct, and there's no putting it back in the bottle, you know. I know. And I don't like that. I would like to. I your know. daddy can think about it for a couple of minutes, and then he can decide how he wants mm-hmm. to uh, handle it. You know, <laughs> I have no thinking mm-hmm. time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I and then I do like <laughs> you, and then I start to think: Did I really was? Should I have done that? I started second guessing myself. Um, well, it doesn't much matter because yeah. I sure did. Mm-hmm. And your dad always tells me, yeah, yeah. you should have done that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always back our Absolutely. No idiot, That's, right? <laughs> uh, we have to. Sometimes we're left cleaning <laughs> exactly. up the mess. More often, more often it's the other <laughs> way around. I'll admit, but just enough to keep it where we can say, yeah, I do that too right. for you. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I have to, or when y'all have to. Yeah. So, so, I get that. <laughs> I really do. I have okay. some more questions. Hang on. I've got plenty of opinions. My, uh, I love it. Find my handy dandy notebook. We are under a tornado watch right now. We're actually under some oh, severe weather uh, warnings. I was afraid of that. Yeah. Where do you go to the bathroom? Um, geez, you know, Mom, I don't usually worry about this stuff. If you heard the train and it um, wasn't the train, it was a, the train of a of a tornado. Where would you go to your closet? Yeah. Probably, yeah, the, the or the hallway, because the way this this house is designed, we'd probably just fare best okay. in the yeah, hallway. Yeah, it's the center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Mom. What besides the obvious answer? What What is your assurance? <laughs> you mean besides God? <laughs> yeah, besides My- God, yeah. That's that's a that's an easy answer. I don't. I'm, I'm not asking oh. that. My assurance, um, you want me to expound on my faith, on my faith in God and that my hope, my faith, my, that's all I've ever known. Um, the proof is the things I've gotten through in my lifetime and came out on the other side, still standing. That's where I get my faith. I, I, you know, I hear a lot of people, um, on these I guess social media, I, sometimes I'll get on YouTube and I'll see comments and there are people who they don't have, they don't understand why you have faith when you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't, you know, where does that come from? Um, and I can't explain yeah. it. I, all I can say is I learned it at a very young age and and I'm, I'm not one of those folks that suddenly I got dunked in the river, came up and the Holy Spirit was on me, you know. I, that was not yeah. my yeah. that was not yeah. my experience, but um, I've lived it. And like you told me one time, receiving Holy Communion as many times as I have in my mm-hmm. lifetime, 
this the the body of Christ. Uh, so he's always been yeah. right here with me, and that is the only thing I know to tell you about my. Um, what was the question? My what? Assurance, yeah. Because I can't have assurance in anything living on this earth. Even your dad, who's mm-hmm. always been my mm-hmm. caretaker, he's always looked after me and been there to to protect me. And but I can't even, you know, we're getting older, and um, I can't. You and you and uh, Casey and Shane, y'all can't be here to assure me that everything's gonna be okay. Um, so then I have to have my yeah. assurance in the supernatural. Yep. So that was an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and to me it's it's a metaphysical existence. Mhm. You know? That's you know, we're talking about adrenaline. I'm I'm also talking about my own spirit that's um that's getting forked into the equation. Okay. You know, that's reminding me that, hey, you know, remember how you hurt that kid? Remember, remember when you showed your ass? You remember, you know, remember? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's part of that. Conscience. It's conscience. Can't neglect it. I can't neglect it. I can't, um, I can't allow my, um, just trying to stay sharp in this world, you know, trying to stay mm-hmm. discerning um, because there's so much bullshit mm-hmm. that is, that is coming at yep. us. And, and it, Oh my God, it, it's, it's finding its way to right. us. And it's, it's in our backyard mm-hmm. and you know, okay, now you have to deal with it. You have to decide, is that okay? Is, am I going to allow it? Or am I going to ignore that? Am I going to reject? But but something about that spirit that I have, you feel not worried about a tornado right now. You asked me where I would go. You know, we slept through, and and I'm, I'm doing the sign of the cross as I say this. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't worry so much about these things. Um, I remember the, the big storm in the Pleasant Grove mm-hmm. um, before the big one that wiped out, pretty much wiped it off the map. Mm-hmm. We were out of there. Uh, I was outside that night just enjoying myself, just watching the sky. And, and those tornadoes danced all around our little neighborhood. You know, you don't remember when I kept saying, get in here. I think so. Get in the, get in the basement, get in here. And you were out there doing the, the uh, storm watcher. You were (laughs) storm chasing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a good time to do Tai Chi too. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. What's the correlation there? The atmospheric energy. Okay. What, lots of it? Tons of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. 
but something about the fact that I have that about about my like as soon as I wake up in the morning, I know it's there. You know, I'm not just alive spirit that's alive in me too. Right. Yeah, it'd be and, um, be hard to get through this world without it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I remember what it was like uh, being devoid of that, uh, waking up to the fact that I was devoid of that. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's it, well, it makes you do something about it. Mm-hmm. The absence. Yep. Am I hearing rain? Oh. Okay. Well, playing in the background earlier. I don't know if you could hear that. Um, yes, I could. You... Uh huh. Sound like I was in the therapist office. Yeah, that, I'm back. I don't. It said you're done. Uh, no, I'll tell you when I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> was on a roll, so we're not. <laughs> We're not closing this up. Fortunately, the when that happens, they do just segue right into each other. There's no. Oh. It just feels like a little what what. So. Oh, okay. Um, no, my point. What I was say I was sharing was it's a, uh, it's a, a CD, a rela- just a, a relaxation CD that mm-hmm. I bought for Ryan, and um, when he was a baby, and uh, played it for him all the time. And I kept up with it. I mean, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff coming gone. Things have come and gone since oh, we, yeah. over the years. And, and, of course, since we moved down here, we didn't bring much with us. But I did keep up with that. And um, so, anyway, I ripped it to an MP3 and I mailed it to Ryan. And I thought, oh. here, buddy, here, remember this. And, yeah, it's, you got that little one. Why don't you go ahead and, and share this with him? And see what he thinks. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, my I'm buddy. sure he, I'm sure he still remembers it. Yeah, he does. He did. He he was, he was. Um, he's so sweet. You know, he mm-hmm. he is he is so sweet. He's um, just like you. I know, right? Mm-hmm. That. Well, we got us another little empath. Yes, I know we do. I thought so. Yeah. So. Where? Go ahead. No, I'm. I was waiting on you. I. Uh, my last question, Mom, was. Um. And don't answer this for me, but answer it for the grandchildren. Um. Is it going to be okay? The world. Our situation, the world, the, the the future, the future, yeah. Well, I think first of all, our country is God's country. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our country was founded on God. Our we didn't, our ancestors didn't come over here and then just all of a sudden everybody started um, deciding to believe in God. Okay, our mm-hmm. founders came over here. And brought God into this country. This country was founded by God. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's. That right there. Is bigger than all of the problems. That we're experiencing right now. I believe. 
that we have got to us conservative, God fearing, peace loving, righteous um, people have got to do something that's not comfortable for us, and we've got to get back involved, fight the evil. Uh, I don't mean fist fight. Yeah. I mean stand up. Don't don't uh, back down like you, like what you were talking about when you don't have to fight a bully. Stand mm. up to them. Hold your ground. We've got to get back involved and. At the earliest, um, at the smallest levels, for instance, um, school boards. If our children are in school, we need to be at the at the meetings. We need to be involved with the school boards. We got we need to know who's running our schools. We need to know what they're teaching our children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a, a mayor. We need to know who's running for mayor. What that person believes, and who we want to be in charge of us, just in case somebody. It gets to tell us what to do, and that better be somebody that we believe is a good person and has good intentions. Yeah. Uh, then you go to the next level. You go to your legislatures. You go to your, your uh, governor, and then you move on up, and you start getting, we all, all of us, all 80, 100 million of us have to get out there and make sure that the kind of people we want in office are put in office. Mm-hmm. And then we'll begin to turn around this world, uh, this country. I think we're in for a, a fight on our hands right now because it's it's so it's penetrated into us so much. And I want our children to know um, they don't have the history that they need to have. They need to know that this country is not anything uh, to be ashamed of. It's nothing to hate. This country is is marvelous. It's the best country in the whole wide world. They need to be mm-hmm. proud of it. But if it wasn't taught to them, and if what they hear from um, the uh, tech giants and the mainstream media is to be ashamed of your country and and uh, it's it's not worthwhile, then then that's what they're going to grow up thinking. So I believe it's going to it's going to have to turn around, and we're going to have to all be a part of that turning around. And it may be um, rocky for a while, but long term, I think we're going to get it back. I believe that. But it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some work. And you were talking about things that make you um, change, alert you, consequences. And it causes you to, just like you said, when you were in a dark place and you didn't. Okay. I was about through. Um, That's fine. Just. We'll, we're going to wrap it up gracefully. Okay. And, um, did that? Did I finish the? I think. No, you. You were starting to, and then it, it cut. I was saying that until you have the absence of God, you don't know how miserable. It, until you don't have the light, and you're all in the dark, that's when you suffer. Mm. And we're in a dark moment. I hate yeah. to say that because goofball said it. This wasn't what it is right now. It's a dark moment. And um, I think that we're going to search for the light and we're going to find it uh, by finding our faith and our love for our country and fight for it again. It's mm. not going to just be given to us because it's only in, in two gen. If we get this back in two generations, we can lose it again. So, yeah, yeah. it's got to be taught. It's got to be taught. And the people who are um, the um, corrupt um 
evil, you know what I'm talking about, the, yeah. the evil society that, that uh, is infiltrated our schools and our colleges and our workplaces and all the deep state. And the, I'm talking about the communism, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's infiltrated and, and that has to be rooted out and that's no place here in the United States. That doesn't yeah. belong here. That's what we left. Yeah. Not not that we left communism. We left dictators. We left a king and a queen mm-hmm. to come over here. But nonetheless, it was it was people telling you what to do. <clears throat> this is right. a country of freedom, and we if we want to stay free, then we got to. Every one of us can do a little something. And you know, you can uh, start with your children and your grandchildren. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm going to do the same thing. So that is there any hope? Did I give you some hope there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we're we trying to end all these casts on a positive note. You yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, and there's, we were saying the other night, it, it, it really, we all believe that the pendulum is going to swing back mm-hmm. in this direction because, because the uh, society, the canceled society, the, the uh the death society the the narc society and all it's it's just really not sustainable at high 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 numbers it, eventually if if everybody's going to be a narcissist then you know it'll implode right <coughs> good wins over evil in the end in always the end, yeah. right and what i want to say to my grandchildren is We've made your lives as easy as we could. Yeah. And, and maybe that was a disservice because you need to now know that you have to work and earn your peace and your happiness and your good life. Uh, it just doesn't, it's just not handed to you. Yeah. And so it, it may be, this is going to require some work from you. It may be that, that your boys have got to take a class a mm-hmm. sociology class, a history yeah. class, a real yeah. history class, yeah. and learn what it is that they're they're not learning from from their world, their group of peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easy to it's easy for them to follow what their friends say, and they don't even have a clue what they're repeating. But if mm-hmm. they're educated and if they learn, uh, so it may take a little effort and it may take uh, some rough times. You may not have every little gadget technological toy that that you're used to and Mm -hmm. may have to give up a few things, but nothing good ever came easy. And that's kind of what I want to tell them. Yeah. But I make a promise. I, I won't leave this world until I've done everything I can to, to, for you, for them to have what I had in this country. Yeah. Yep. Cause they're, they're what's important. Uh, we were at one time. We were what was important in the world, and now we're the ones that are having to help make it what's important for their world, for their generation. You know? Yeah, I've I've, um, I've still got a lot to give, but yeah. it's uh, but the the future is for them. Sure. And for you, you're still young. Hmm. May not feel like it sometimes, but you are. You, your best is yet to come, as as Trump has said. So I'm gonna believe him. <laughs> I'm gonna believe believe that God is in the um, he's in the uh, works, 
and we got to pray and let him know that we're so sorry for taking everything for granted and taking him for granted and give us another chance. (laughs) (laughs) Please. And you've got to pray. Got to pray. Everybody's got to look up and pray. Yeah. People got to decide something. I think. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't make people wake up. I can't, I can't, um, how do I put it? I, it's not that I don't care, um, but I, I, um, you know, that time I, I spent an apology, that's really, you know that. Say that again, say that well, again, that, you messed up. That time that I spent in apologetics. Yes. That really wore me, my soul down to a nub. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you got to be some kind of thick skin and rooted in your faith, and I mean, uh, yeah, you got you to stay sharp, and because uh, you're dealing with with uh, just uh, you're you you just feeling some stuff. That, you don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. I mean, not no, no, not, that's not what I'm trying to say. You, uh, you didn't have all the answers, and they wanted all the answers, and they were going to challenge you. Yeah. And and I understand what you're saying is you don't want to feel like you've got to make everybody else believe what you believe. I'm, I you feel, shouldn't have to do I that. I don't. I tell people that's how I roll, and I respect you for mm-hmm. how you roll. And if you're listening to your heart's truth, um, my God, going on there. So let's be friends. Um, you know what I mean. Just respect that about me, and you know. Well, I feel like I know right and I know wrong, mm-hmm. and and there's some things that are right and wrong for everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody, if somebody, um wants to um, do something to that they think is right and I know is wrong, then I'm going to let them know what I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm not go- That's relativism. We don't want to get right, lost in relativism. Right. That's dangerous. Um, short of running around telling everybody else how to live, you still have to, I think, uh, still have to keep your right and wrong compass to keep me on, uh, to keep me straight and not second guess myself. And I'm not yeah. take, talking about feelings or emotions or guilt or conscience or anything. I'm talking about just flat out right and wrong. There's really not that much gray in the middle. We mm. have to be careful about yeah. that gray because, you know, Tony, we've got good consciences and we've we've exercised yeah. them for a long time. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to the uh, propaganda machines on the television because. I don't need to mm. listen to their lies to get a to get a uh, an understanding of of the um, how I feel because yeah. they can confuse you. You can they can justify anything, and before you know it, they might even seem to make sense because they're good. Yeah, yeah. Just like that person close to me I told you about that wanted me to uh, devote some time to some liberal rags with an open mind as well. And, um, as wanted me to listen to, wanted me to look up and listen to both 
like the Washington supposed um, conservative, uh-huh. and, um, and 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 focus on that. Focus on some mainstream media, mm-hmm. and see if I can can't uh, divulge some facts from that. And I just refused mm-hmm. because I knew it was a, a vain pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. It's it's like if somebody told me to to go uh, read the. I don't know the holy book of the dead or whatever something yeah that's but but I got no reason to uh mm-hmm. to ingest it's gonna give me it's gonna give me indigestion well look at know? it like this if somebody's you know is propaganda okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's 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 um manipulation you know it's something to confuse you you know it's it's evil. Stay the hell away from it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how I see it. I just, um, I know, I know it when I see it. So I don't, uh, mm. I never turn on those channels, and I yeah. just stay, stay within my compass. And um, I don't know. I guess I'm too old to 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 be tricked by all that. Yeah, I've no, been around good. a long time, and I remember um, communism when I was a little girl. I remember. Mm. What the propaganda we used to see that at the movie theaters, they would show the kind of propaganda that they would put on the uh big screens to the people in Russia. Mm-hmm. They told them how to think, they made up lies and fed it to their people, and that's the only news that they could get. Mm-hmm. Um, right. so that's what I'm saying. I know propaganda when I hear it, and I'm not going to be, I'm going to fight that, yeah. And I've I've been able to discern the propaganda as well, um, over the over the last eight eight months. I don't know, ten months, however long it's been. What, what? I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. At least ten, well, really four years if you think yeah. about it. But it's kind of like your dad had a saying. He said, "Don't west down my neck and tell me it's raining." Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, love that one. I love mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, I say it all the time. Well, so don't tell me. Um, that I've got a disease that's incurable, but you won't let me try a medicine that might could help. Mm. So you put it, you hide it and you, um, make it unavailable and, and you block people. And those kind of things are, those are real obvious. That's not something I'm going to listen to. Yeah. Those, those perspectives is what I'm saying. Some things are, it's sad to think that, that it's so easy to discern right Mm. now. It just it blows me away to think that that somebody couldn't. Mm. I know. I know. So that wasn't leaving on a good note. What's the good note? <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to be better. It's there's what is it? The best is the yet, best to, is come. yet to come. Anyway, no matter which way it flips, the best is yet yeah. to come, because God is in control, and He's already conquered all this. That's what we tell ourselves, what they've always told us. So, how can it not be the facts? That's what That's I believe. What we believe, right? It has to be. It has That's to right. be. It has to be what we believe. So, yeah. If you don't believe for something, you'll fall for anything, yeah. right? Well, I love having my mom on here. It's, um, oh, I enjoy yeah, it. It's really cool, mom. Cool having you here, getting your perspective, and um, getting to interview you. I was going to tell a funny story. Um, I remember, okay. I remember we had an assignment 
and I think it was sixth grade, Sister Mara wanted us to do some genealogy. That was the whole purpose of our of the of the uh, exercise was wanted us to find out about how our parents met and what their families were like and um you know and what their grandparents were like and da 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 what 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 mm-hmm. makes your family um well um okay so i started to do the report and i asked you mom i wanted to find out about all your old boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> okay assignments and and they were doing presentations going everybody was sharing stories about their parents boyfriends and girlfriends and how they met and blah 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 well guess who didn't want to play that circular exercise dad dad didn't think that was cute oh really dad didn't dad got jealous (laughs) is that (laughs) right He he put the kibosh on that exercise and he said here what you're going to do you're going to ask questions like what are some things that your family does what are some things that you do together as a family and i was like oh my god my dad just overruled my teacher who's a nun (laughs) 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 and changed the assignment at home and i gotta go i gotta go tell (laughs) sister mara that uh my dad (laughs) told me that i can't this is the only question i mean the outline, the, that was all the outline I got from him. That was it. It had to be questions like that. And that was the only question I could think of like that. How funny. Especially when you consider that I was 15 when we started right. together. So I don't think I had any I other don't think, boyfriends. I think it's what, whatever. You know what I mean? It, it was. Yeah. It was. It That's was just funny. funny. It doesn't even sound he like didn't him. want to talk about his girlfriend. No. I don't, now that could have been because he had a little bit of a okay. life before he met me. <laughs> Not to stir an old kettle of fish. I just thought it was funny. That's cute. Oh yeah, that's darling. Yeah, that's funny because I I just um, I don't know, Sister Mara. You don't mess with Sister Mara. You do whatever Sister Mara says, yeah. right? But I wanted I you wanted had to, to come back and say, well, all you all you. Pateras and Scalises and Tumbrellas and I'm a Russo, okay? Bam! Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. I didn't get to. And, um, so, yeah. You didn't get any Russo genealogy, I did, did not. you? And so I had to, uh, I had to wait a while for that. To... And then you couldn't really fit in that Italian crowd. You had to be a Thomas, didn't to you? Be. And that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You look more Italian than most of them. That's cute. I'm going to see if he remembers that. That's cute. Your your microphone's getting weird. uh, You there? All right. Yeah, I am now. Have a good week, Mom. I'll have this published. Thank you, darling. I'll have this published, and I'll send you the link shortly. And uh, if you listen Thank to you. this podcast, I hope that you, I appreciate you turning tuning in. I hope that you got something out of it. And um, 
Have a good week. I enjoyed Thank it. You. Thank you, darling. Have a good have a good week too. too. Have a blessed Bye-bye. week. Bye bye.